Hello everyone, welcome to Adventures into Odyssey. I'm Wyatt Jackson. And I'm Devin Marshall. And today we're here for our first unrelated Leonard Meltzner two-parter. Episode 878, Nightmares by Constance, Part 1. Welcome to Adventures into Odyssey. Today we're doing uh, quite an interesting episode, wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah, definitely. We're doing Nightmares by Constance, Part 1. And so I remember very clearly when this episode was released, and when I first heard it, I was like, wow, those are really good episodes. Mm-hmm. And my view hasn't changed that much in these episodes, so I'm like, you know, after we, we were doing our pretty critical reviews of You Go to School Where and addictions can be habit forming i'm like you know we probably need a really positive episode that we can review so i chose um or we chose nightmares by constance yeah because i think we both like them yeah for sure i do too yeah and so anyway this episode was written and directed by kathy buchanan i believe this is our first kathy buchanan episode Mm -hmm, it is we're covering and it was originally released in the adventures and odyssey club on august 6th and an interesting note about this was that both part one and part two were released on the same day, even though part two was scheduled for a week after this one. So I don't know why they did that. I think it might have been like an error on their part, but hmm. they released both parts at the same time. But for me, I remember when I got those, I was like, cool. And then I just like listened to both the same yeah. day. It's so. weird that it's over a, a year old already. It seems yeah. more recent than that. It does. But that that was with A Sacrificial Escape too. And when I, when I heard that, I remember I was like, whoa what have what's odyssey gotten themselves into but (laughs) yeah no it's like this is old because then we got the right revelations and all that stuff so yeah i'm excited for the next album though that should be good that should be pretty yeah it should be pretty good so anyway this also this episode originally aired november 2nd 2019 it's the fifth track on album 50 uh album 67 uh more than meets the eye i believe that's what it's called I believe so, yes. Let yeah. me check. That would be pretty embarrassing yeah. if I got that wrong. Okay. It is. <laughs> it is album seven, 67 more than meets the eye. So, yeah, that was a pretty good album, honestly. It but, was. Anyway, so for the cast on this episode, we got a uh, medium-sized cast. We got Connie Kendall, voiced by Katie Lee, of course. Yeah. Jason Whitaker is voiced by Townsend Coleman. He's back. We got Double L Jillian Marshall voiced by monica badia and we got leonard meltzner no i'm kidding it's don polehouse <laughs> voiced by is the same guy <laughs> voiced by the same guy the thing is phil proctor and the thing is you can't when it, when he's talking phil proctor does such a good job he can change his voice so much that you can't, can't tell it's leonard you can't tell it's leonard if i heard leonard and polehouse at the same time well he I'd could like, easily do a conversation between the two of them and have it like right. very distinguishable like even, yeah, it's true. Like, even with Walker Edmiston, I was, like, Walker Edmiston, I could still tell it was Bart and Tom, because you could still hear that voice in the back of his throat that mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah. And uh, what was another one? Like, uh, oh, Rodney and Mitch. Uh, that was Steve Burns. Oh, yeah. I think you could tell that they were related, but. You could like, tell. The, it, was, the same voice. it was really good acting still. But, I mean, with Phil Proctor, 
he just does such an amazing job that you can't even tell that, that like the difference between pole house and Meltzner. so oh how about jellyfish and uh mr shepherd like that one was yeah fairly, oh you yeah mix that, the two of them up fairly easily you could <laughs> but the thing with that one was jellyfish was already in jail and then ben shepherd was introduced also i think jellyfish had more of a deep like in the back of his throat and ben shepherd was more natural and he kind of so. had like a slight New York accent, but not. Yeah, <laughs> he was a Nick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, that's Don Polhouse. Uh, we got Beth Montgomery, which she's not listed as Montgomery. She's just listed as Beth, but unless, it, I think it's Montgomery, honestly. So she's voiced by Amelia Borella. We got Cynthia Van Heisinga, voiced by Rosalind Gentle. We got Beth's son. Caleb Montgomery, voiced by Dave Wallace. We got George Donnelly, voiced by, well, we don't know actually. <laughs> yeah, it, that's kind of weird. There's no voice credit. It, yeah, I, I'm not sure who voiced. It's probably him. just somebody on the team. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound familiar, but it's pretty good voice acting too. Like his voice is unique. It's mm-hmm. not like a Dave Arnold's, which I would recognize <laughs> if it was Dave Arnold or Bob Hoose, but it's not. And then we got Claire Montgomery, vo- voiced by Valerie Yu. And I'm not I'm not sure what her maiden name is because she's actually just Claire. Is it Van yeah. Heisinger? They they never actually said um her maiden name. No. I guess it would be via yeah it would, it would be that Van Heisinger. Yeah. Right. Because that that's her mom. So yeah. I uh, no not her mom her grandma. That's her grandma. So I guess it might not be. We we don't really know. It's we not really if... that important to the story. Yeah, we don't know if that's her dad's or her mom's grandma, uh, mother, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so this episode also went to Avery Awards, which I listened to that podcast, actually. I actually don't really listen to a- the Avery Awards podcast when they put them out for some reason, but I did mm-hmm. this one, and this episode won Best Script and Best Episode, which I could see in the whole 2020 season. For sure. And wait, 2020 season was 67 and 68. Yeah. That was more this than meets 20... the eye and out of the blue. So why would this be in the twenty twenty? I guess it. Oh, cause no, it because no, it came it, out after. It, it came out in like January twenty. Yeah, because it aired in the club in. Um, oh no August. no no it, no 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 sorry this uh, it came out in June twenty twenty. I was volunteering at a camp when I listened to uh the a sacrificial escape. So that's what oh, I remember it. Yeah, oh. and then it was sixty eight that came out in the winter of. Uh, 2019 or wait this is <laughs> now <so> i'm confused <laughs> i am confused okay we it came out on. last year it won two avery awards that's all we need to know yeah that's all we... <laughs> oh the avery awards were given to it in the 2020 season yeah i think I'm because confused. i think it originally aired in the club th- like last year and then it went out officially this year okay but the avery awards were given in the 2020 season yeah so maybe that's what it means i don't know we're moving on <laughs> Um, so, uh, we talked about the cast. Oh, we should talk, we should, uh, play the promo and then we can discuss that a bit. Yes. So here is the promo. On the next adventure in Odyssey, dreams by Constance plans another wedding. I can't wait. Oh, Caleb, I can't either. All seems well until Connie meets with a relative. The bride's grandmother. Who needs a small favor. I need you to make sure this wedding gets canceled will this dream by constance become a nightmare don't miss the next adventure in odyssey 
Okay, so that promo was, um, all new Odyssey promos just have the same Chris voice in them, and there's a few clips in the episode. So it's not really, it doesn't stand out in any way, but it's just how new Odyssey does its promos. It, I honestly think it's better that they just do these kind of promos because it's more it's simple. more simple and it makes more sense. Like I remember in some of the yeah. Novacom promos, like they had like that guy with like the good evening voice and <laughs> yes. like smoking a cigar and like the guy in the National yeah. Geographic. And well, those promos are funny to listen and talk about. It's honestly better just to have the Chris voice like this because the promos don't have to be funny or interesting they're, they're just, just promos, promos so yeah so uh, yeah. and thankfully it doesn't have the wonky music uh, like life in, uh, trials of, of the bullet rich and famous i remember had pretty weird music <laughs> yeah and yeah oh we for- so that's the promo nothing special but i respect it for that <laughs> um mm-hmm. we should probably talk about the summary Devin, do you want to read out the summary sure so the summary is two days before a dreams by constant's wedding the grandmother of the bride approaches approaches Connie with a proposal. She'll pay her double if Connie breaks up the ceremony. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so definitely interesting plot. Well, th- this was the first promo, or this is the first summary to be released. And when I read it, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'm going to be listening yeah. to these episodes, which I would have done anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it made yeah. me interested for, to hear the episodes. So... That's the summary. We should probably get into the episodes. Oh, and before mm-hmm. scene one, like we get a nine word Christian show. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. And for me, after prepping for Addictions Can Be Habit Forming, which has like a three minute a Chris intro <laughs> and Chris outro, I was like, what? It's so it's short. It's so short, and it's good. I it's love sweet. it. Oh, nice. <laughs> it does. I love it. Chris, yeah. We don't need much of Chris, <laughs> so <laughs> I was happy about that. And then yeah, me too. So anyway, the we we go in the first scene, and it's apparently at Wit's End because Wit's End is the center of Odyssey, and all business happens at Wit's End. And so mm-hmm. Connie's getting ready for a dreams by Constance wedding, and so she's like done everything she's like done programs caterers flowers ushers photos etc and so we get the couple claire and caleb and so claire's like oh this is so exciting only a couple days until i miss mrs caleb montgomery and you know it's all very sweet and romantic and all that and then she's like grandma which is cynthia and so claire's like grandma can you think of anything that we we forgot or something and Cynthia's like, oh, no, Connie has done a fantastic job. I would recommend Dreams by Constance to anyone. And so Connie's like, oh, thanks, and all that. Then Connie's like, I really wanted you guys to meet Jillian to see the wedding favors, but I don't know where she is because Jillian is Jillian, and Jillian's late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Caleb and Claire are like, well, we have to go. Maybe we can meet her another time or something. And so... Which they which will. Which they will. <laughs> and so caleb and claire have oh caleb has a wedding surprise for claire and we actually never find out what the wedding surprise is not even in part not even in part two (laughs) but anyway so caleb and claire go and um cynthia's like oh i'm going to walk back to the hotel and so she goes and so connie's left alone at wit's end and so connie picks up her phone and she's like oh call jillian again and we get a very annoying Jillian-like message. She's like, 
Hi, this is Jillian with two L's. Leave a message. And Connie, she's like, <laughs> hi, Jillian. Connie, again. I'm wondering where you are. I really need you to be on time. If you're going to be at my assistant, I need to know where you are. And then Jillian comes out of like the kitchen. She's like, I'm right here in the kitchen with the wedding favors. Which is really <laughs> weird that Jillian is just like waiting in the kitchen, but okay. And so anyway, Connie's like really annoyed at Jillian. She's like, look, Jillian, you got to be on time if you want to work for me. What? Okay. So, <laughs> and then Cynthia walks back in the door and she's like, oh, Connie, I need one other thing. And Connie's like, ah, I'm glad you're here. And so Connie introduces Jillian to Cynthia and Cynthia to Jillian. And yeah. And this is when we get Cynthia's last name, which is Van Heisinger, which I'm still not mm -hmm. sure how you spell it. If you spell it with an a Y after the H or an I after the H. They don't list it anywhere. They don't list it anywhere. I don't think they know how to spell it. Probably not. I looked it up on Google and I couldn't find anything on this. So mm -hmm. I assume we just don't know. Only Kathy Buchanan herself knows. So. Also, it's like, it's good to mention that Connie's like asking her, like Cynthia, um, that like, oh, like what, you got one more thing for the wedding, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... And then, oh yeah, so <laughs> she, Cynthia's like, I need a favor from both of you, which already ominous. And she's like, I need you to make sure the wedding gets canceled. Wait, hold and, up now. Uh, Connie's like, canceled? <laughs> and Cl Cynthia's like, my clerk cannot marry that man. I make, I need you to make sure the wedding does not take place. And that's where scene one goes out. <laughs> Oh, very <laughs> yeah. suspenseful already from the get-go we have oh yikes <laughs> so yeah yeah very good opening it scene. is it is a very good opening scene we've already established it sets up the whole plot, it sets up the so. whole plot indeed so yeah so then we so then we go into scene two which is at wit's end and connie's like i guess cynthia left um and oh no 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 C C cynthia's still there is she still there? I yeah. thought. Okay. Okay. Never mind. That, that's the that's the next scene. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, so yeah, Connie's in shock, and Cynthia tells them that Caleb is a fraud. Um, on the first weekend he came over, her emerald watch disappeared, and then Claire later found it, and guess where? Caleb's, Caleb's suitcase. suitcase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, Caleb prevented. Oh, pretended that he had no idea how the watch got there. And obviously, Claire believed him. Uh-huh. Um, and then Caleb practically... This is what Cynthia is saying. Yeah. Is uh, Caleb practically invited himself over for the first weekend. That same week weekend, her watch disappeared. But then he learned about Claire's inheritance. Or trust. And, yeah. And learned he could get much more. <laughs> so, ooh. So yeah. he's like, oh, the watch is nice. I'll invite myself over and steal the watch. I might oh, just get a little bit she more. She has an inheritance? Oh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Claire's parents passed it on to her, the inheritance, after, after they, they passed. Died. Uh, yeah, after they died in a car accident when Claire was four. And then Cynthia moved all the way from Australia to raise Claire. Yeah. So... Um, then, oh wait, one more thing. Claire gets the money on her 25th birthday, six months from now. So that's pretty much Cynthia's whole, um, argument for 
Um, why Caleb's a fraud. Yeah, why why Caleb's sketchy. Um, so then Connie is obviously Ske- skeptical because she's like, um, okay, <laughs> I, I'm running a wedding here, and you're, you're asking me to end a wedding here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then Cynthia tells her that the trust is for two and a half million dollars, which ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, Jillian says something really stupid, but <laughs> yeah. Jillian's she, like, she, I might marry someone for that. Not really. That was a joke. I I struggled to believe her, but <laughs> yeah, I struggled to believe Jillian. The way that she said it, it was very convincing that she actually would. I might marry someone for that. Someone for that. Someone for that. That was a joke. Well, so the way it goes is Cynthia's like, the trust is for two and a half million dollars, and uh, what's her name? And Connie's like, oh. And then Jillian's like, hmm, well, I might marry someone for that. Yeah. Not really. It was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't really like Jillian, but she's not terrible in this episode. She's really a joke machine. That's her yeah. whole purpose in this episode. That was a joke. She's mainly comic relief. But yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then after um, Jillian says that, Cynthia, 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 <laughs> Cynthia has tried to tell Claire about her concerns, but Cynthia admits that she has been an overprotective guardian, and Claire has accused her multiple times of being that, and it's put quite a strain on their relationship. Then um, she says, Claire's all the family that I have, and I can't lose her, which... which- yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's not true because there's what about Uncle George? Yeah, oh, Uncle lady. George is a good guy. We'll bring him brother? up in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he her family too? Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe she yeah, I don't know. Cuz <laughs> she knows? has George and Claire and she's like, "I can't lose Claire. She's my only family." But it's like, "No. You also I have guess she doesn't George. really care about that." But yeah. I guess she means like close family because like Well, it my brother's close family. True, but like I mean, like uh, for like a grandmother, um, with no, um, son or no son or daughter or spouses of either of them, and then yeah. just having the grandkid basically left in that little circle would be. Yeah, I suppose something. so. And I mean, George does fly in, so obviously he doesn't live close. That's another thing about the relatives. It's like. A lot of the time, they don't live. Also, close by. they ha- they'll have to live in Odyssey. Otherwise, there's no reason why they, um, like, are marrying in the town of Odyssey. Yeah. So they live in Odyssey, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I don't really know why either. So then, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia, why are you saying that? <laughs> Cynthia has stayed quite quiet about her. Oh, not quite quiet. Quiet about her suspicions, but Connie doesn't have to is what she tells her it's like oh Uh, that's putting connie in quite the position yeah she's like because i'm her grandmother i really shouldn't it's not my place to go and tell her this but because you're an outsider why don't you go and screw up her wedding um (laughs) yeah so then claire trusts connie and it was this is what cynthia's saying again is that like basically claire trusts you and if you told her that you saw a red flag she might listen do whatever it takes <laughs> like she's very desperate um yeah which i guess it would make sense um yeah, i guess so um so then she offers to pay connie double if she breaks up the wedding which seems like 
a, a little desperate, like a little extra desperate. Almost. But I guess if she's rich. I guess if she's like really concerned, it makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. If she's really concerned, it does make sense. But anyway, so then we go to scene three on the sidewalk and Connie. So anyway, this is after Connie and Jillian are walking home and uh, Cynthia's left and Connie's like, Jillian! All I want to do is help people celebrate the happiest days of their lives. But convincing them right to dump the groom, that's not one of my skills. And then Jillian, the amazing Jillian's like, well, it's important to learn new skills. <laughs> Which is like, oh, wow. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jillian. And um, Connie's like, Jillian. And all that stuff. Yeah. So Connie's like, I've only, well, I've only heard Cynthia's side of things. Maybe she's overreacting. And Jillian's like, yeah, maybe Caleb was rummaging through her office to find a sabler. And Connie's like, in the middle of the night. Jillian's like, well, he might have been having nightmares about collating. Which, okay. <laughs> kind of, a, okay. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> um, so anyway, Connie's... Also, before we go on, I should be like, how mature is Jillian and how old is she? Because she's older than Connie, but younger than jason that's what we yeah well connie's much younger than jason at least it was from uh love is in the no, but air this, this is yeah but this is confirms that connie's younger than jillian and yet jillian's like acting kind of immature jillian acts episode. like she's like 16 but then she's like some supposed to be somewhere in her like 40s or so or like 30s uh yeah i have a feeling that connie's in her late 20s jillian's Oh, you think? In her mid-30s, and Jason's, like, in his 40s. They said something recently about Connie being in her 40s, but... No, that's the act. That's Katie Lee. Katie Lee's in her 40s. No, it was uh, Jay made a comment about her being, like, old. Connie can't be in her 40s. There's no way. (laughs) She still goes to college. And how would that make wit (laughs) if Connie's, like, 40? (laughs) Well, in a real Odyssey time, wit should be in his 90s. Yeah. Well, Wit sounds like he's in his 60s. Yeah, he, he never gets so, older. In fact, he keeps okay. getting younger, but that's Wit. Wit keep, yeah, he keeps <laughs> getting younger, but... Oh, man. <laughs> Odyssey time is non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Jillian's quite immature this whole episode, but it's almost funny because better Jillian's immature. That, I, I like it better that Jillian's in this episode rather than, say, like, Wooten or something. Because mm-hmm. Wooten being this immature would be just, like, really bad. But Jillian being immature is almost kind of funny to listen to. Also, Wooten's character has completely changed since, like, uh, uh, yeah. the wedding I, I, thing. I see more. I think Penny's more of the immature one in that family. Yeah, Wooten wasn't exactly immature. He was just kind of, like, weird. I'd yeah, say. but, okay. So, Wooten is okay. Like, both of them have their big maturity moments in, like, the ties that bind and then taking the plunge. Mm-hmm. Like, both of them have their best moments in that and then Wooten kind of kind of stays a little bit on that he goes a bit down in the maturity scale and then connie just oh, not connie penny just takes a big plunge down that scale like <laughs> nice, in the last nice episode <laughs> thanks she 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 takes the plunge oh. down the maturity scale <laughs> see what he did but there <laughs> i i don't know why we're talking about this honestly when Oh, it's because I'm just glad that we don't get Penny or Wooten in this episode. Yeah. Because that would have really ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. But Jillian's funny, even though she's dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Connie's like, oh, I'm meeting Claire tomorrow to talk about the flowers. I'll talk to her then. And Jillian's like, oh, want me to come along as emotional support? And Connie's like, no. 
I need to handle this on my own. Which makes sense. So. Oh, yeah. And then okay. also, can you imagine how worse the next scene would have been if oh. um, Jillian was there? Oh man, that would have been. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it wouldn't have been good. So the next scene's at the florist, and so Claire loves the flowers that Connie suggested, and with the the other flowers, she's like swooning, and then Connie makes like a really sappy joke. Connie's like swooning like you and Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> and then Claire's like, "Yeah, he's pretty swoon worthy," and it's just like, "Okay, gag me, please." Um, <laughs> okay, but yeah. yeah, it's it's not terrible, but um, no, it's it's, um, not, it's and not then bad. Claire can't believe that she's so blessed to meet a Christian guy like Caleb. It's what her mom prayed for, which I I like that they mentioned that he's a Christian. Um, yeah, they it hadn't is, really it mentioned good. anything about um either of their faiths. Faith. Um, so yeah. that's good. And then Connie asks her how long that um, Claire knew. Um, what's it? Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb. And then she's like, not long, but it was love at first sight. Uh, it's never, never gets signed yeah, when someone says that. They formally met at a college, but he used to deliver Cynthia's newspaper, um, which is, is which is boy? definitely interesting seeing as uh, Cynthia has the beef with him. But yeah. It, that point's never really brought up. No, but that either. would have been something that would have been a red flag for like Jason if he had known that. Yeah, and Connie never actually brings it's it true. up to Jason. I don't. I don't. Maybe, but I don't. It's I don't not mentioned so. much. But, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then the thing is, it yeah. seems to me that Claire and Caleb are like rushing way too fast in this relationship, right? And yeah, like, yeah. This, <laughs> While there is something for not having too long of an engagement, it seems that they are rushing way too fast. Which rushing fast is like he's like, oh, I met I I met him last like a month ago, and now we're getting married. It's like, yeah, it's Claire does seem kind of like naive in this whole yeah, thing that's... a little. Like even though Caleb isn't really that, uh, he he is a good guy, but some of Claire's comments later is like, yeah. really, Claire. Like, you, you almost need more guidance on this There's relationship. There's, like, but. one thing that, like, I will, like, definitely make a stand on, which is, like, dating when you're young. Because that's, that's just, like, never a good idea because people change so much. And no. Especially, yeah. like, really young dating, like, dating before you graduate. It's just, like, I, I don't do that because I... Yeah, I, I don't Like, either. people are going through so many changes that they're not going to be the same people when they finish high school as when they started so you might as well wait until you're mm -hmm. like decently mature to actually do yeah. that and claire is like claire is old, old enough, enough but date, dating really quickly but is not a good idea either no it's like okay we've been dating for like a month why don't we say hey, we get married it's, it's been like, a month that was a joke <laughs> first let's of, go it's like uh we never act. I, I just made that connection because Claire says yeah. not that long, which usually is like a, a month. But even so, I'd say it's it's not a good idea to rush into no, marriage. Like, just take some time, like talk to God about it. Talk to your pastor. Although I think a big part of that is Cynthia too doesn't tell uh, Claire everything, which we we won't tell mm -hmm. any more of that now in case of spoilers. But um, a big part of that is Cynthia too. I I believe. Yeah, definitely. But. Anyway, uh, we should probably <laughs> keep yeah. going on with this. Um, so, like, Claire's like, he just got me, you know? He's, like, so patient and thoughtful and romantic. And, oh, oh it's, yeah. She's, yeah, she's okay. obviously Whatever. in, like, 
any guy, any guy, any person will be like that when it's, you're dating uh, them. Infatuation is that the right word? Um, yeah, I think so. And then like, because that's always really strong in the beginning of a relationship. It's when you actually mm-hmm. go through some like rough spots in a relationship that you actually know whether it's like a good relationship to actually have. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like Claire's gone through well, any of those points. Not until later in the episode, no. Um, True. So then Connie True. asks Claire what Caleb does for work, and Claire doesn't even know, which is another red flag. <laughs> um, yep. She's like, some some sort some of consulting sort. business. <laughs> which is like, oh, okay, yep. you definitely know him very well. Like, okay. <laughs> good work. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so then, like, emergencies pop up. And he has to go to Paris, Texas, Flint Ridge. And then, like, last week he went off to Wawa Sea, New Hampshire. Um, I, as a side note, I actually don't know if this is a I real place I don't know. It's not. mentioned a lot in this episode, but I don't think I've ever heard of it. But it's... if So if anyone knows if Wawa Sea, New Hampshire is a real place... Um, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> either tweet at us or email us. Oh, no, really? I already nothing looked it up. up. I looked it up. It doesn't say yeah. anything yet. Nothing came up. It just says... There's Lake Wawasee. Lake Wawasee. I don't know. Okay, maybe. Let There's us know if you know if it's a yeah, place it's or if you live there. Because <laughs> that'd be interesting. Because I've I have never been to New yeah, Hampshire. Yeah, me neither. And it probably won't be, like, go there because I have no reason to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So. Oh. So. Um, <laughs> so oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't know if it's a real place. And then uh, Connie asks Claire what um, are Caleb's flaws. And she's like, he can't. It Which is a very a good, good question. question, but how would how would Claire even oh, know? Connie's like he can't. Be how perfect. would Claire even know at this stage? Um, and then yeah. Connie's like he can't be perfect. And then Claire doesn't ever answer the question. I don't think she's just like now you're sounding no. like my grandma. Don't get me wrong, I love my grandmother, <laughs> but it's hard for her to let me go. It's like where did that? Come <laughs> <in>? <laughs> it's, it's like okay, whatever. Like, oh, okay. Apparently she has uh, some stuff she wanted to say about her grandma, but okay. Um, so then yeah. this is like another point that obviously suggests that the engagement is not very healthy. Um, everybody has flaws. We all have sin and we're all human. But if Claire can't see that in Caleb, when he does exercise his flaws, she's going to realize that he's not perfect. And it's just way too rushed of a relationship. Yeah, it it, it is a rushed relationship. Yeah, I agree. And then. Claire calls Caleb as close to perfect as they come, which is like, okay, yeah. that, that doesn't sound like right at all. <laughs> like anyone yeah. who's actually in like a decent relationship will understand that looking for perfect is not going to ever happen really. But looking for um, like godly, um, godly Christians who don't actually make like – who understand um, that they've made mistakes and stuff and ask God for, like, forgiveness and make sure that they're living right, right. basically. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I guess that true. could be considered as close to perfect, but, like... It's... But, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe there's things we, going on yeah, we I, don't know about, like, with them, like... Maybe they do Bible We don't know much about their something. relationship, but, yeah. No, we don't. But what I, what we can get, it seems very rushed, yeah. this relationship. And not that So healthy. then Claire's like, honestly. I found the real deal. Um, 
it's gonna be my happily ever after and then connie's like yeah i sure hope so (laughs) (laughs) i sure hope so because we're trying to ruin everything (laughs) yep so (laughs) i want you to dump him i hope you get your happily ever after (laughs) yeah so so anyway the next scene is like on the sidewalk and jillian and connie are walking which apparently jillian just waited outside so jillian's like so what happened with claire and connie's like oh she's smitten with caleb but i don't know if she can see past the romance of it all to see who he really is and so connie's like a few things claire said made caleb seem pretty suspicious and jillian's like ah so cynthia's right and connie's like no um, there's actually some uncertainty about Cynthia herself. She does fit the profile of an overprotective grandparent. And Jillian's like, so Cynthia's wrong. Connie's like, no, I don't know. That's what I need help with. Yeah. So Jillian's like, want me to flip a coin? Which is really dumb. Like, what's that going to help Connie's... with? <laughs> oh, if Cynthia's right or wrong. Yeah. Jillian's like, want me to flip a coin? Because that totally tells and Connie's me. Like... And Connie has like the best answer to this. Like, she sounds really annoyed as she's like, no, Jillian, I do not. <laughs> it's like, yes, it's so put good. Jillian in her place. Let's go. So anyway, yeah. So uh, so Connie's like, there's only one person I know who can help me find out who someone really is. And then so they've walked to J&J Antiques and they go inside. And uh, Jason's back. It's Mr. Antiques. Woo. And so Jason's like, hi, Connie, Jillian. And they're like, hi. Then Connie's like, I need your help. <laughs> help yeah. me now, please. <laughs> help me now. I need it. Yeah. It's pretty short scene. I feel like Jason's in in a better place in this episode than he was in like Darkness Before Dawn. Um Yeah. Spiritually at least he, and like mentally. Probably. Because he was just so well, it's been a lot of time. Yeah. And then yeah. He's so impulsive. Even in though. the even in the well, in the labyrinth, that kind of we kind of get his doing the right thing you know like not letting agent billings shoot uh or kill mr groats yeah for sure and then he's like okay i'm done with that life i'm just gonna run a boring antique shop in town <laughs> and all that stuff so, a little disappointing but it's all right <laughs> i mean it's 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 who he is characters change i get that yeah so and anyway i feel like that that's probably what um townsend coleman i think is that is that his name yeah townsend coleman um that that's probably more what he wanted to do now i feel like the actors have a lot to say especially like the like i think one actor that has a lot of say in the character is katie lee yeah for sure a lot of say in connie's development same with uh what's his name will um will ryan yeah will ryan he definitely has a say in eugene for sure yeah well there was a there was an interview with uh phil lawler and phil lawler was like oh eugene's gotten really stale now and it's really disappointing to see such a great character now is like kind of boring but i'm like well i mean okay he's changed a lot but that's how it is in real life like Mm -hmm. we have we we have lots had lots of eugene like being a bachelor a nerdy bachelor who's in love with his computers and now it's time for him to like kind of phase out a little more but just like well and and, and change yeah not phase out but change like be a family man and have him in a relationship and you know have him not as nerdy and not as that but still a bit and odyssey can keep him in there and bring in new characters and just have him more as a background character now that he's kind of has a less interesting life bring in some new characters or change his life a little bit more like uh in um 
What was the uh, the album that was? Uh, I'm thinking what, what? Deep. It was album 55, I think. Oh, the Deep End. Yeah, the Deep End. Um, when he was like, uh, there was a whole bunch of stuff with Eugene and Katrina, like having mm-hmm. um, wanting a kid oh. and couldn't have a kid and stuff. And right, so I think that's interesting. I feel like, and it's interesting there how they're kind of parents to Buck and all that. But yeah, I suppose that's a, a, a complete. A, a rabbit trail talking about Buck. Yeah, in this episode. Buck kind of mainly took over from that storyline kind of thing. It's not less about them and more kind about of. him. But mm-hmm. I guess there's still been a fair Buck bit of and... stuff about them. But yeah. Oh, what do you think? What so I know some fans want Buck and Jules to get married. Oh, golly. And they call it they call it buckles. Oh no, I know. I've heard <laughs> that. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. Anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> that goes back to the to dating the young scene. thing <laughs> that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> Oh, they they are dating though. Buck and Jules are dating. Yeah, they they discuss that in the long end parts uh, two, I think it is, and in uh, the newer one um, where she was a pop star. I think when they went back. Oh, California Dreams. Because she forgot about that dating him completely and was dating um, Jetpack or whatever his the name ger- was. Yeah, Jet Valentine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we that was should probably talk very about interesting the characters episode. in this episode. We should probably talk about this episode. Yeah. So was... we've got yeah we go down rabbit trails lots. <laughs> oh well. So let's keep going. So um, this is my scene, right? Uh, yes, this is your scene. Okay. So now we're at J and J Antique still. Um, this is basically Jason's reply. He's like, he's yes. not too sure. He's like, I'm kind of done doing the whole spy thing. Um. And Jillian, good for Jason. Jill, good for Jason. Jillian pops in and she's just like a spy, like trench coat and magnifying glass. And Jason's just like, oh goodness. Oh yeah. It's just like yes, yeah, a spy, but no trench coat or magnifying glass. I don't think he actually mentioned the trench coat, but he's like no magnifying oh, glass. Oh, he's like not from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. He's like not from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. And then I, I like Jason in this one, but um. And then yeah. Connie's like, come on, like, you can, you, I know you're good at this stuff, and you're, like, the only hope that we have, and you could be helping, like, this lady, um, from, like, a dangerous man, possibly, and then... Well, that's the guilt, that's the guilt card. Yeah, for sure. And then she's like, I know you have access to more information, and, he, um, and then Connie, yeah, obviously plays the guilt card, um, she's like, come on, you could be saving this girl from this guy, and then Jason's just like, eh, okay, fine. <laughs> he's like i guess yeah. i have it on my spare time i'll do it in my spare time but i still have a business to run so i'll have to wait until i'm done um and then connie's like awesome and then she writes down everything she knows about caleb and gives jason photos i think it's the engagement photos that she gives him. yeah um yeah basically so he can actually figure out who he is uh Right, and then they will be at the odyssey grand hotel setting up for the rehearsal dinner so is this... is this Odyssey Grand Hotel? Is this the Odyssey Hotel revised? It might be. When was that brought up or, before? Uh, the Odyssey Hotel was... Oh, I, I don't know. There's been many mentions of the Odyssey Hotel. That wasn't where Grady's also... dad was staying, was it? Or was he staying in an it apartment? Might, it might have been. Oh, no, he was staying in an apartment. But there's also... In Darkness Before Dawn, Philip Glossom's like, I'm at Lay Hotel Odyssey. Oh, yeah, and that's where uh, that's where Richard went and like was whistling and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Lay Hotel Odyssey. Yeah, it, which is like Lay the hotel, hotel in Odyssey. Odyssey. That's pretty much what that is. It's 
well, maybe they've got new ownership, and it's like, all right, the Odyssey Grand Hotel. It's grand now, guys. It's it's, it's grand. It's a step up. Apparently, well, apparently this place is actually pretty bougie inside. Yeah, because they can, ha- you know, it's very nice and mm-hmm. luxurious. So for sure, yeah, it's a step up from Lee Hotel Odyssey. So either that's the old Odyssey, or Odyssey has a lot of similar hotels. But uh. so then Jake, <laughs> they also have the Sky- oh, they have the Skyline Motel too. Uh, that's but true. that doesn't sound as good. Caleb's like, I'm at the Skyline Motel. It sounds kind of sketchy. <laughs> yeah, Caleb's like, I'm at the Odyssey Grand Hotel. It sounds okay. There's always better. a sketchy hotel in every like town. There's like a nice hotel and like a sketchy hotel. Oh, that's also where Mitch got killed, right? Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, he got killed at the Skyline Motel. So it, it would look bad if Caleb's like, yeah, I'm at the Skyline Motel. Wait, why the was the place where Mitch died? Why was he in a motel though? I thought he like. He was living in Odyssey oh, for quite a while. He should have been in an apartment. Yeah, that's where he was going to meet Wits, and then the FBI kidnapped him at the Skyline Motel. I guess, yeah. So, Or they, quote-unquote, killed him. Yeah, quote-unquote. <laughs> so, anyway. So then Jason's like, oh, I'll see what I can do, okay? Um, yeah. And then we segue to the next scene. At the Odyssey Grand Hotel. So, Connie has, like, a ladder, and she's setting up fairy lights. And then she bumps into Beth, and Beth is like, oh, hi, I'm Beth. I'm the mother of Caleb, and he's the best son a mother could have. He's just a wonderful young man. Which her tone sure changes in the next episode. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but for now, she's like, oh, I'm happy to help with anything. And Connie's like, really? And she's like, no, not right now. <laughs> Got <laughs> I have to take my... She has a poodle named Pip Squeak, which, wow, what a name. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, the hotel doesn't allow dogs. But I think they should make an exception for Pip Squeak, don't you think? Connie's like, well, right now I'm really thinking this ladder's heavy. And Beth is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'll let you go. <laughs> and if there's go. anything I can do, let me know. And then she leaves. It's like, wow, that's very helpful. And then Co- Connie's like, you could help me set up the fairy lights. And then Beth goes. Yeah. And Jillian's like, Jillian comes and she's like, I don't think you need to talk tell the latter what needs to be done it's like duh jillian <laughs> thanks <No>. jillian <laughs> <laughs> thanks jillian and connie's like i wasn't talking to the latter i was talking to beth the mom of caleb she's and she's like and connie's like beth thinks caleb's perfect also <laughs> then jason comes in at the best time he's like maybe not yeah <laughs> caleb isn't that great and uh so jason's decided to come and speak with connie directly and it's kind of i mean it's kind of odd how he just doesn't call he doesn't really have any evidence well that's a small town so it wouldn't be much of a drive yeah he's like oh the odyssey hotel is up the streets i'll just walk (laughs) but so anyway imagine he drives for like half an hour and shows up and then he's like yeah yeah (laughs) he's sketchy (laughs) maybe (laughs) i don't know (laughs) he shows up at the skyline motel he's like no, this isn't it. <laughs> Shows up at the wrong hotel. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> bumps into Oops. Caleb. Hey, I think you're sketchy. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he bumps into Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Mitch is somewhere else. Budapest. Oh, Mitch is in Virginia. Is he in Virginia? I thought he was in Budapest still. We're not getting down this rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Mitch is somewhere else. So anyway, um, so Jason's like, ah, I got a hunch. So, like, Caleb is clean, like, he never had a parking ticket, never had a background check, but um, on a hunch, I did a, a search of the places he's been recently. Wawasee, New Hampshire. Whoa. And then he's like, last Tuesday, 
a robbery at the Wawasee Central Hotel, which also, wow, what a name. Mm-hmm. Just calling it the Central Hotel. Unless if it's like a really small town, but... It doesn't sound like it would be. Yeah. So anyway, at the Central Hotel, and uh, Mrs. McLaren dozed off in the lobby, and she woke up to find her diamond bracelet missing. Apparently, Caleb had checked into this hotel earlier. And then um, uh, Jason shows them video footage of his lobby and his tablets. And Julian's like, I love the classic art decor decor of the lobby. And it's like, Jillian is observant, you know. And then Jason's like, what do you see? Jillian's like, I see a Florian Paisley vintage suitcase. I love that lady's Florian Paisley vintage suitcase. Jason's like, no, I mean, right there. And then he points and, like, um, they see Caleb coming seeing Mrs. McLaren asleep and sitting next to her. But there's a plant in the way so they can't actually see if anything happens. Mm-hmm. And they they don't have any proof that Caleb stole the bracelet. But it does give some credibility to Cynthia. And then there's one more thing. Mrs. McLaren said that she really dozes off like that. So she asked for a blood test, which is really weird. And Jillian's like, the plot's literally thickens. <laughs> Ah, uh, the literallys. Oh, Holy moly. The plot literally thinking. <laughs> and so the test came back positive for a sleeping medication. Someone slipped in her orange juice at breakfast. Connie's like, so the prime was premedicated. And Jillian, oh. Connie's like, so the prime was premeditated. And Jillian's like, and premedicated, which is funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> premeditated, premedicated, you know. That was actually kind of clever. Yeah, it was clever, and it's one of the it's one of the lines that stick out to me um, from this episode, premeditated and premedicated. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Con- so Jason's curiosity has peaked now, and uh, he'll keep helping them bring Caleb down, and then Sith- Cynthia b- busts in the room, and she's like all flustered. She's like, "Oh, it's horrible! It's Uncle Trot. He's been robbed." Oh no! And it's like, "Oh no." Caleb? It's him again. Everett! Caleb! The notorious Dal- Caleb. Then Dalton Kern comes and he's like, Everett! <laughs> Come here! I'm sorry, I had I had to bring it in there. I had to. Yeah. If you guys don't know, Caleb! that's just a running joke with us. We do that. It's a running joke with too, us. So. Everett! <laughs> come on now! Come out, so, come out, wherever you are! Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. And Jason's like, Hey, what are you doing out here? No. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, can we go to the next? Oh, man. Imagine. <laughs> imagine, imagine if Dalton Kern actually comes back into Odyssey. That'd be kind of cool. Having. Like, oh, yeah. Then you'd have to have Leonard Meltzer, though. We'd have to. Yeah. But it's not like. There's Detective Poolhouse still. So it's not like. um, What's his name? Is uh, Phil. Phil Proctor. Phil Proctor. Yeah. Is uh, not like out of the game. So he's still there. So. They could technically sure. do that fairly easily. They could. I, I would love to see them do that. but And we would cover it. We would, definitely. <laughs> a long end, like, you know how Mr. Skint was in that 12-episode mm-hmm. thing, and then he dropped out. And, and then he came back for kind of a disappointing one called The Long End. Yeah. But if Pole House was there, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, let's go into the next scene. All right. So Which is scene, scene eight. Now we're at the Odyssey Grand Hotel. And... Again. Um... We're all the way up to George Donnelly, and he's furious. He's like, someone stole my cufflinks. Um, and then... Yeah. It's actually a pretty good voice actor for Kendall. It is, yeah. And, which is why I'm disappointed we don't get any credit. I feel bad for the actor, too, because they didn't get any credit. 
no. but anyway, so <laughs> I like the notes here. <laughs> Leonard Melster, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Detective <Did> Polehouse <laughs> is like, just calm yeah. down. Tell me the facts, okay? And then Cynthia yeah. comes running in with everyone, and Connie's like, we'll need to hear this. And Detective Polehouse is like, oh, great. Double trouble. Double L. Jillian and not so calm Connie. Not so calm? I am unbelievably calm. Can I just do my job here? Uh, yeah. I, I love Detective Which is Polehouse. Which really, really funny. He's so good. He's like, not so calm Connie. And Connie's like, calm? Unbelievably calm. Unbelievably calm. <laughs> It's just like, uh, oh, uh, yeah. sure. It's like, no, you're not calm. <laughs> and then Jason's like, I'll have a few questions after that. Jason? 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 Polehouse is like, like, what's going on? Like, why? <laughs> why? And then Donnelly. So basically, Donnelly flew in earlier, and Caleb and Beth picked him up at the airport. They stopped for coffee and then came here. He must have dozed off in his chair, which yeah, everybody dozes off in their chair for sure. Um, uh-huh. And then he yep. noticed the cufflinks were missing when he woke up. <laughs> and then Connie's just yep. like, it's just like in Wawa C. And Jason's like, Connie, it's... not now. <laughs> George, <laughs> can you take a blood test? <laughs> it's just like, um, okay. Sure. It's like, can you take a blood test? <laughs> and it's like, okay. So anyway, we go to the next scene, which I'm not sure where it is exactly, but oh well. So it's positive. He had the same medication in his bloodstream that Mrs. McLaren had. And um, Jillian's like, oh, that seems like negative for poor Uncle George. <laughs> and then she's like, are we going to arrest Caleb? And Jason's like, no, there's still no evidence to arrest Caleb. Everything in this point is circumstantial. Also, there's no video footage of the theft, which is it plays yeah. in later. Like, they can't even prove that he was in the building. And they need evidence. And Jason's like, Huh, you know, what would happen if I met Caleb in a more relaxed setting? And Connie's like, Hmm. Oh, you get to meet him at the rehearsal dinner. Like, there's tons of old relatives and friends of Cynthia's that they don't know. Mm-hmm. And Jason's like, That's a great it's idea. Really plan. It is. It's a pretty good plan. But then Jason, he goes and he, he makes it worse. He's like, it would be better if I had a wife, though. <laughs> and Connie's like, well, let's just have one. <laughs> That's one problem. Really <laughs> <laughs> and Jason's like, no, 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 no. Like, it would make me more approachable. Connie's like, hmm. And then she's like, <gasps> Jillian! <laughs> of course. And Jillian's like, what, 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 what? And she's like, you can be his wife. You're perfect. And Jillian's like, well, I sometimes forget to floss. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> and she, <laughs> Connie's like, neither Caleb or claire or beth know her she's perfect and jason's like yeah i don't know i don't think that you can handle <laughs> like this. i don't really like her honestly she kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. annoys me <laughs> oh well and good job like J- jason hates yeah. her <laughs> and so jason's not sure he's like i don't think you can handle it and jillian's like i promise i won't mess anything up i'll be super secretive uh secretive and so jason's like well if you can play the part well and be mostly quiet, then you can be my wife. And Jillian's like, that's a horrible proposal, but I accept. Yeah. <laughs> and so the dinner's at like 5.30. Yeah. And then we're at the Odyssey Grand Hotel room. And then... The banquet yeah. room. And then Jillian and Connie come in. And then Jillian had a false eyelash emergency, which 
So she's definitely late. emergency. <laughs> and then <Yeah>. Connie <laughs> goes in to make sure everyone follows the seating arrangement. And mm-hmm. Jillian's a little enthusiastic about her job. <laughs> Let's just to, to say the yeah. least. Um, she wants an earpiece and Jason's like, no earpiece. Like, we're not secret agents. And she's like, right. We're not secret agents. Wink, wink. And Jason's like, rule one, don't say wink, wink. Um, he's like, your job here is to just smile and nod, which is like a Madagascar quote almost. Uh, smile and yeah, wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> smile and wave, boys. Just smile yeah. and wave. <laughs> and then... Uh, Jason compliments Jillian's dress. He's like, "Ah, oh, that's actually pretty, pretty nice dress you got there." And she's like, "Oh, you, yeah, of course, you got it for me for my fifth anniversary, like our fifth, five year anniversary." And Jillian is like, "Oh, she's definitely getting into character here." Um, and then yeah. Jillian's like, "I have a few questions for you. How long have we been married?" And Jason's like, "I don't know, like five years." And <laughs> she's like, "What are our pet names?" And he's like, I don't. Jason's like Rover. <laughs> I had, honey, I had, like, I had a dog. Yeah. Honey <laughs> and then she's like, Hmm. I have a couple more questions. And then she asks a couple more. And then Jason's pretty sure that no one's gonna ask him these questions. Um, which I don't know why he's so naive, but um, yeah. Okay. How, well, what does like, it hurt? Honestly, she's being a lot smarter than him here because having yeah. a good backstory <laughs> and makes you a lot even more... if you'll never use it it's a pretty good as idea. seeing as he wanted to have a wife for this whole situation to be more Just approachable like... how about actually have like a story of like their marriage because they're at a wedding that would be the best time well, if to they have actually that. had a story of their marriage then Jillian wouldn't have had to blow it out of proportion <laughs> yes for sure um yeah <laughs> so then um Jillian asks jason what their mission is and jason tells her that um, he just wants to talk to Caleb. Um, when people are react- relaxed, they tend to slip, um, which is true. And then I- ideally, yep. they would be able to search his room, <laughs> but that would be illegal. And then Jillian's like, but what he's doing is illegal. And Jason's like, two illegals don't make illegal. And then she's she's yep. like, hmm, words to live by. <laughs> which <Yeah>. up until then, <laughs> it was actually funny. a really good quote. <laughs> and then it was kind of laughable. Yeah. And then Jillian's like, uh. yeah. You ruined yeah. it. And then they go to dinner. Um, yeah. 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 So they go to they go to the dinner. So then we're in the reception, and Jillian's like, "Ooh, bacon wrapped shrimp. Can I have some?" And Jason's like, "No." She's like, "I need something to fidget." And he's like, "Here, have a glass of water." <laughs> it's like in the last Jason, episode. Here, have an apple. <laughs> <laughs> have an apple. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, he's like, here, no, no bacon wrapped <laughs> shrimp. Have a glass of water. I'll throw out your burritos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and so then Beth comes and she's like, hi. And they're like, hi, I'm Jason. And this is my wife, Jillian. She's like, I'm Beth, the mother of Caleb. And then Beth is like, oh, you're such a wonderful couple. And then Beth is like, how is coming? Like, Beth is like, how do you like coming to anniversary, like weddings like this? Does it bring back memories of your own special day? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason's like, yes, it it certainly does. She's like, how long have you been married? And Jason's like, uh, um, uh, five years <laughs> last month. And then Jillian. And Jillian's like, told you. Jillian's like, told you. Yeah. Which is funny. And um, Beth is like, so what was your own wedding like? And Jason's like, 
uh, much like this one. Then Jillian cuts him off. She's like, except in Barbados. <laughs> she just gets going. Which, she, she just makes up this insanely stupid wedding, and Beth actually yeah. believes her. <laughs> so apparently this wedding is in Barbados, on a sailboat at sunset, 60 or 70 close friends. <laughs> and Jillian walked, she walked down an aisle made out of water lilies, and the ring bearer was a The water dolphin. lilies is a legit thing. The trained dolphin? <laughs> um, a little <laughs> no. bit suspicious. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but Beth believes the whole thing. She's like, "That must have been wonderful." And Jason's like, "Oh, boy. he's like, yes, it was so for off. sure." <laughs> and then he's like, "Um, but hey, we haven't had an introduction to Caleb, can we?" And so Beth goes off looking for Caleb, and Jason's like really annoyed at Jillian. And Jillian's like, "Hey, if I'm going to invent my own wedding, it might as well be spectacular." <laughs> Which Jason, if you had invented, if they had worked wedding, together to come up with the story, you wouldn't have let Jillian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you wouldn't have had to. But, yeah. Oh well, whatever. So, uh, then Jason and Caleb come, and so Jason's like, "So how long? Ha- how long have you met? Uh, how long have you known Claire?" And Caleb's like, "Oh well, it was only a little while." And then Jillian just spills her water yeah. on Caleb. <laughs> Which, Jason, if you would let her help hold Jason. She couldn't have spilled it on her. She couldn't have spilled it. But anyway, so uh, where was I? Okay, so then there's an awkward minute ensures after she spills the water and she's like having napkins and trying to wipe down it on her shirt, but it just gets a little white. She's like, I'm so sorry. That was was my bad. And and Jason was like, yeah, it sure was. (laughs) (laughs) You sure, Jason? (laughs) But, um. Anyway, so she, she convinces Caleb, like, Caleb's like, oh, I got another suit in my room. And she's like, oh, I, l- 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 let me get it. He's like, uh, no, I, I can have my mom get it. She's like, no, 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 she, 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 shouldn't, she shouldn't miss a minute of it. And then she's like, I'll be absolutely humiliated if you don't let me get it. And Jason's like, yeah, she will. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, like, she's like, come on, Pookie Bear. We don't want to keep him waiting. He's like, uh, right, Muffin Top. Which... <laughs> muffin Top. And maybe don't call your muffin... supposedly wife muffin like, top. a tummy. Muffin Top. <laughs> yeah. And so Jason just is forgetting everything. Jillian's actually pretty good at yeah. playing the role, honestly. But Jason's just kind of the He's, bad He's uh, out of uh, practice, obviously. That, that's, but He's we'll blame it on that. out of practice. <laughs> yeah. And so they leave with... Uh, Caleb's key card up to go to his room and Jason's like he just gave you the key card to his room and Jillian's like huh, I used to be in baking commercials I've been told I had a trustworthy face and Jason's like well done Jillian you got us exactly what we needed yeah. and yeah so and then there's <laughs> there's one scene. more scene uh, a very 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 short scene um, so Caleb finds Claire and asks if they can talk and there's something that he needs to tell her right now, and that's and, and that's it can't it wait. <laughs> that's the cliffhanger. We're like, oh, what is he gonna we'll tell? We'll find her? out next time. <laughs> da, da, da. So, yeah, and then there's the end of episode, and Chris is like, uh oh, it sounds like there are problems ahead for Caleb and Claire and their upcoming wedding. Tune in next time to find out what happens. Yeah, things like that. So, that's the whole episode. It's a long prep 
let me say that because it's just yeah, so plot for sure. But it is a really good episode. Like every time I listen to it, I always enjoy hearing. Very well written, especially compared to the last. Well, part we did. Yeah, and part one is definitely much more exposit setting things up for part two of um, yeah of the story. Part two is a very good conclusion. So, part one setting lots of it up, and then part two is where we get lots of the dialogue and yeah. So anyway, I don't. Do we have anything else? We um, talk about? there's no discussion questions I, for this one because it's this one's pretty light on morals for the like part one was setting it up very much for part two and part two kind of has the morals. Um, I don't know if there's even discussion questions. No, there wouldn't two, be because I think those were just for the older older episodes. But uh, well, let me let let me check. I think you I checked. Know. Uh, no no discussion questions. Yeah. No discussion questions. So, yeah, it's a short, short, it's a, yeah, the newer ones don't really have discussion questions. Okay. So anyway, uh, we have more things coming up in the pipeline for podcast news. We have a new theme song and after next up ep- and next episode, we're going to be revealing what we're, what the, the story arc we're going to be doing after. Very much excitement. Is. I am very so. excited for the next story arc. So. He is very excited. We Are you not? Theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. It, it's good. It's it going to be long, though. But <laughs> Anyway, we will be back in next episode with episode 878, Nightmares by Constance, part two. So stay tuned for that, and Bye. goodbye, everyone.